Hey y'all, listen, as much as I love letting you guys in on the roller coaster that is my life, I want to hear from y'all. I love seeing your comments. I love getting your DMs. And I know that a lot of what I go through, y'all go through as well. So if you are in a position where you need some advice, or if you want to get something off, or you are just in a sticky situation, go ahead and hit your girl up. You can either DM me or um, write into the email that will be linked below and also linked on the Instagram page. If you're not following, go ahead and follow over there because that's where all of the discourse happens. But we might just keep it simple for now and call this segment, let me just say this, and you guys can share some things with me and we could talk about it. So don't hesitate, don't be scared, hit your girl up. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Let Me Just Say This. Your girl is back on the mic with you. If you are watching, hello, hi, welcome to the living room once again. I have an entire list of things I wanna talk about today. And I don't know what it is, but sometimes when I go through things, I start seeing stuff on social media. I know that happens to everybody, but I swear to God, it's like God trying to send me a message. I don't know what it is, but I've been seeing a lot about attachment styles and I didn't really put too much, you know, stake in it. I didn't really pay too much attention to it, but I went ahead and did that attachment style quiz child. And I don't know where, like, how do they know me so well? I was like, whoa, like <laughs> this shit is accurate. So we're going to talk about that today. We're also going to talk a little bit about red flags and not necessarily red flags in other people, but red flags in ourselves, because it's so easy to point out what's a red flag in somebody else, but it's hard to point out them red flags in ourselves. And I got a couple to share with y'all. <laughs> so um, we're going to get into that. And then, you know, a little bit of subconscious attraction. I'm also going to touch on all the men in my comments on the Loverboy video, because my God, today we have, we are, we're going to talk about it. Let's just go ahead and get right into it. <laughs> now I chose to talk about attachment styles today because I was in a little bit of a situation that made me think about why I am choosing what I'm choosing um, in terms of dating and relationships. And I don't know what it is, but it's like God is trying to send me a message because I was seeing all over social media, all of a sudden, all this stuff about attachment styles. And I was talking to different people and it just kept coming up. And I was like, yo, we got to talk about this on the pod because my God today I had never put as much stake into how my attachment style impacts my dating life. And honestly, I wish I would have because I actually had a guy I was dealing with last year talk to me about his attachment style. And then I did the quiz. I don't even remember what the results were. Like, that's how much I did not pay attention to it um, up until recently. And I was like, actually, it makes so much sense why I'm moving the way I move. And it makes a lot of sense why other people are in situations that they're in as well. Because I had posted a clip on my Instagram, which if you're not following on Instagram, go ahead and go over there, baby. It is live, baby. The comments go up. This particular clip was on Lover Boys and went viral. There's like over 2,000 comments on it. And it's men, right? And I just say in the video, we want good guys. We want the Lover Boys. The comments were like, no, you don't. You want bad boys, you want players, you want so-and-so. And we're going to get on those comments later. But I just want to pinpoint that it makes sense why a lot of us choose the type of people we choose based on childhood and background factors that we don't necessarily pay attention to because it's all subconscious, right? So a lot of those men in the comments, I feel are acting on their own attachment style that got them in situations with women who couldn't give to them and hurt them and now they're projecting. But 
yes, they are right. A lot of women do pick the bad the bad guy. A lot of us do pick the person who's unavailable. A lot of us pick the person who can't commit. We pick the person that we know probably is going to hurt us. Um, and there are so many reasons for this, but I think attachment style is a big one. I took that quiz, child, and I felt like it was reading me like a book. I said, my God, today. <laughs> like, And mind you, the quiz is all about your parents. The first people, right, in your life who show you what love is, who show you how to be loved and what it looks like between other people, between you and them, the first people who are likely to hurt you the most, your parents. So um, for a little background context, I don't have a relationship with my father and my mother growing up, there was a period of time where she was not present. Like she was physically there, but she was not present. And this was like vital years of my growing, of my adolescence and my childhood that essentially I kind of raised myself. Like essentially I figured it out on my own and then other external people who were parental, you know, figures helped guide and mold me. But for a long time, I really didn't have that. So I have this like hyper independence and I have this fear of abandonment and I have this fear that someone's going to hurt me. So my attachment style is fearful avoidant, which essentially means I have a push pull when it comes to relationships, especially romantic relationships that I'm not certain about or I'm afraid of. Like I'll push that person away. I don't really want to, but I do it out of fear. So later on, I'm like, yo, no, I want them back. So I'll pull them back in. <laughs> I'm like, bro, what is wrong with me? And on top of that, like I said, it's like this circumstantial, right? Because if I feel, if I feel like I'm safe, I won't, I won't do this. I'll be secure. But if I don't feel that way, then I fall into this routine of just being afraid that someone's either going to hurt me or someone is going to abandon me. So I'm like, okay, I need to, I need to get you up out of here before I, before I'm going to do you in before you can do me in, basically type shit and it's been surfacing a lot in my little quest this year <laughs> I was talking to my brother and he actually had asked me he was like how does my relationship or lack thereof with my father impact my dating life because he said a lot of the women that he had talked to always said that their fathers were this and they were terrible people and they did all these bad things and then they end up dating guys just like their dad and I'm like, you know, it's not consciously, we're not consciously looking to be with someone who hurts us. I'm not actively looking for somebody who's noncommittal, but subconsciously, maybe I am. And I was thinking about, it, I'm like, you know, if I know, for example, I'm not emotionally available or if I can't commit subconsciously, I might attract, not Maybe I might go after the people who I know can't can't commit because deep down, I actually don't want to commit myself. Um, and that's just an example. I'm not saying that's necessarily me, but that's just an example of how I feel. You know, we're not we're not out looking for people to hurt us, but we're looking for what we know. We're looking for what's familiar and what kind of gives that spark. I always talk about fire and desire. You hear girls talk about, he doesn't have that it factor. That it factor often is the thrill of, of 
toxicity. The it factor is often the thrill of some shit that actually isn't healthy. Like, to be honest, it's not, oh, he just, he treats me so well. Because a lot of us will be in situationships or not situation. We might be in situationships, (laughs) but we'll be in situations where it's a person who does everything, but they just don't have that thing. And that thing is most likely some type of dysfunction or some type of like childhood trauma trigger thing that they're not displaying to you that doesn't seem familiar is what I think. Now, mind you, I'm not I'm not an expert or a professional in this sense, but this is just what I've been gathering. Okay, so I've been watching a lot of Instagram reels about it. They will be on the Instagram page. So go ahead and follow if you haven't, like I said. Um, But my attachment style has definitely impacted my dating life. I was telling my best friend, Jay, I was like, you know, when I was outside and I wasn't trying to commit and I didn't want to be locked down, like I was trying to be like, hey, I'm in the starting lineup. Can't take me out. Can't take me out of the game yet. I was attracting a lot of men who wanted to sit me down. And (laughs) when I stopped that and I was like, okay, I want to get sit down. I want to be on the bench. I'm trying to be on the porch. I was attracting men who couldn't necessarily be on the porch with me. And I'm like, damn, well, (laughs) what's wrong with me? Is it because I'm looking for what I want now and what I want is playing off my attachment style and playing off of the dysfunction that I've experienced as a as a kid? Is that why? (laughs) Like, my God, today, it just had me thinking so much about We love to think that we are not the problem. Like we love to think that we have it together and other people are the reason why we're being hurt. So back to the men in my comments on the Loverboy video, those men who really were just eating me up, baby. I I saw one today that I almost went, I went back at them. I was, they were like something about now I'm pushing 40 and I want a good boy. I'm like, boy, shut the hell up. You are just loud and wrong, but that's besides the point. I don't go back and forth in the comments, but I read them. I see them all. I see, well, not all of them. Cause like I said, there's like tons, um, but I seen them and a lot of those men don't think that they are the problem because they may have been good boys or good guys and they dealt with a woman who hurt their feelings or really more likely they have mommy issues. The first woman that was supposed to love them, hurt them. And now they're projecting, um, which we need to talk about that. We don't talk about mommy issues enough. We talk about daddy issues with women all the time. We start talking about mommy issues with a lot of you men who have an issue with your mother and then take it out on women. You hate your mother. So now you hate all women. And now we got to suffer. Make it make sense. But that's besides the point. That's the whole digression. My point is a lot of them in the comments aren't tackling the real issue. Not only is it about discernment, but it's also about understanding why you're attracting people who are going to hurt you. Why you want to be with people who want to hurt you. Why are you choosing people who can't give you what you want? And it's not a blame thing. Like, I don't blame anyone. I don't, I don't even blame myself for wanting to be with people who may have shown every sign that they could not give me what I needed. Um, but at least be conscious of it so that way <laughs> you can make better decisions, essentially, instead of blaming other people. It's so easy to think that you're not the problem. 
I feel like with a lot of this attachment style shit, sometimes we be the problem. Our attachment style and, and our inner conflicts are the reason why we can't commit. They're the reason why we can't keep a partner or we can't, you know, have a healthy, sustainable relationship. And subconsciously, we know that that's not even what we want. Subconsciously, we know that we don't have the capacity for it. But on the on the surface level, we're giving that. We're saying, yeah, we want it. We want it. So when shit doesn't work out, it's not me. It's them because I wanted it. But actually, no, you didn't. Because you wasn't picking right. You didn't because you weren't being smart about your choices. You didn't actually want it. You like the idea of it, maybe. But if shit hits the fan, then you can now blame the other person and be like, okay, well, you know, I was trying to commit, but that person's non-committal. It's their fault. When actually, you have an attachment style that doesn't even <laughs> fit well with commitment, my friend. That's just what it is. And I feel like a lot of them in them comments, which honestly, I think a lot of them lying. There ain't no way you had one girlfriend. Because who the fuck? Let me be quiet. Because that's so me. <laughs> um, a lot of them, I think, are just projecting, of course, and have their own like issues that, you know, mind you, some of them are in the manosphere, but a lot of them need to tackle their own attachment style because attachment style is not just something that affects women. It is not just something that, you know, affects young people. Everybody. Have these has these issues. And the more I think we talk about them, the more likely we will be to find someone who actually suits us. Now, in terms of recognizing your own red flags, I see a lot of videos and a lot of podcasts and stuff like that and, and clips on social media about what are red flags in a partner. But what about red flags in yourself? Um, I know there was a time where I felt like I didn't have any. There was a time where I felt like, yo, I'm a catch, yo. There ain't no red flags about me. What you mean red flag, baby? Everything green over here. We got all shades of green over here. Actually, no. We have orange, we have pink, and we have red. We do. Everybody has red flags. Um, I can't necessarily say that... I've had a guy come to me like, you have red flags. However, I can recognize my own red flags. I did have one tell me that being fine and crazy is a red flag. Whatever. Um, <laughs> maybe. Maybe not, though. Um, however, the red flags that I see in myself, when I look in the mirror, what red flags do I see in myself based on my actions, based on my experiences, based on what I've learned? I think my biggest red flag and these are things some people might not consider red flags, but I consider them red flags. I think that my biggest red flag is that I have a horrible, horrible time talking about my feelings and my emotions. I can get on here and express some shit. And even then, I don't go as deep as y'all think I'm going. Like, I can get on here, though, and, and lay a lot, of, a lot of vulnerable shit out. But when it comes to talking about my feelings and being vulnerable with somebody that I actually care about, not that I don't care about y'all, I love y'all, but I'm just saying like that, that actual closeness with someone, yo, can't, swear to God, I might throw up. I might throw up before I'm able to express my feelings to a man. <laughs> my God, today, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't do it. It's so hard. I just, oh, it just made me feel like, oh, <laughs> like I feel like anytime I get ready to express some feelings to a nigga, I really got to set myself up for failure. I mean, I feel you. I got to, I got to set myself up to get my feelings hurt 
<laughs> that's how I feel. And going back to the attachment shit, that's just because I feel like I'm afraid somebody gonna hurt me. Like, I'm afraid, yo. If I tell you how I feel, if I tell you my favorite color is blue, I'm prepared for you to tell me blue is ugly. Hurt my feelings, ruin my day. Like, literally. I'm prepared for that. So I often don't. My deep, deep feelings, especially if it's somebody that I actually like, like, or I'm like, I have feelings for, it is so hard. I think that's my biggest red flag because I won't talk about it. I won't talk about how I feel. I'll be emotionally available to an extent to where I'm like, I can empathize and I can be there for you. But how I feel deep down, I might not ever share with you on the low. Like I might just handle that shit on my own. Or worst case in which I've been seeing display itself tangibly a lot is that I'll let whatever I'm feeling build up and then I'll just lash out. Or, um, <laughs> and this sounds crazy as hell, but I'll have a conversation with myself about it. I'll be like, girl, did you see that? I'll be like, yeah, girl, I saw that. Am I tripping? Mm, no, you're not tripping. Yeah, I'm going to smack the hell out of him. Yeah, you should. Like, that's exactly how it go. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> that's crazy as hell. But I think it just plays to the fact that I think I'm the only person I trust with my heart. I'm the only person I trust with me. I don't trust nobody else with me. And that's actually a red flag. Because how am I supposed to sustain anything? And it's like, yeah, I know the answer. Like, I know the answers. I know the answers. But I still can't pass the test because I keep picking the wrong shit anyway. Like, <laughs> I can't explain it. I think that's my biggest red flag, though. And I think, honestly, all my red flags, I feel like, really go back to my attachment issues and, my, and all of that my childhood things um some people's red flags are really things that i feel like they could they i i think they're less subconscious i think they're more choices like some people who just you know can't stop cheap yes it comes down to how you grew up and how you saw your parents and how you saw relationships and stuff like that but you know if you're looking within yourself and you see that as a red flag i feel like that's something you could really you can really, <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I feel like that's a choice. That's another conversation. But the point about this is I'm learning some of my own red flags. I'm not just a walking green flag as much as I would love to think. And neither are you. Yeah, you watching this or listening to this might think you're perfect, might think, you know, you don't have any issues. You don't have any flaws. Or, you know, you have yourself together or you're secure. There are things about you, too, that is, you know, likely to scare somebody off, too. Not everybody is just, you know, sunshine and rainbows. And I feel like the sooner you realize that about yourself, the better off you will be. So that way you can obviously fix it because, you know, the red flags can turn orange and then they can turn to yellow and then to green. You know, you don't have to walk around with all these red flags all the time if you handle the issues that are underlying that cause them. Circling back to the subconscious attraction thing. Um, I never thought that I was attracted to what hurt me. 
until I started attracting what hurt me. <laughs> um, I never thought that the issues with my father would be, or or with my ex, right, would be so instrumental in my love life today. Like, to be honest, because I've always been a person that can move on fairly quickly. But recently, I'm like, yo, I'm stuck. Stuck like Chuck. Like, I can't. I'm trying to break out of this shit so bad, but I just, my God, today is kicking my ass, which is causing me to think about shit like this. And so I made a decision. I was like, okay, I probably will continue to make mistakes in my love life. Like, I will probably continue to go after <laughs> who is not really suited for me because <laughs> that's just, that's just how this shit is. Um, and it's not easy to break. We all know that. I'm like, okay, when someone comes into my life and they show consistency and they show effort and they show that I can trust them and I'm safe and I feel it and I see it and, and I, I just know it, I have to give that person a shot. Whether or not I'm like, do they have the it factor? Do they have the spark? I'm like, yo, take a chance. I was like, okay, I need to take more chances on the guys who are really showing me something and <laughs> not necessarily on who I want. You know, I need to take more chances on who I might need. And that's not to say that I think anybody should settle or that I'm going to settle. It's just to say that I'm not going to count anybody out anymore. Um, in that sense, like, of course, the normal things of attraction, like I have to be attracted to the person. Yes, but it's not going to be like, I'm not going to make excuses. For the good guy who really wants to be there for me. I'm not going to make excuses to why I can't see him or why it's not going to work or why I'm putting him on the back burner for whatever. I actually have to take the chance. And I'm like, okay. And it's hard and it's actually scarier, I feel, <laughs> than going after the person who I know is predictable. Who I know, I know how things are probably going to go. Or how things have gone. You know what I'm saying? It's actually more nerve-wracking to take a chance on somebody different that does not match what you think you want. Your type. Sometimes you might have to stray outside your type as far as how someone is exhibiting behaviors to you. So that you can maybe see something different and then it might end up being exactly what you need. And I'm like, okay. I'm going to do it. <laughs> I'm still nervous about it. More details to come in the future about that. But, you know, what's there to lose? We spend all this time getting hurt by people. Damn, just give the nigga who is going to be nice to you a chance. You spent all this time getting hurt by somebody. Go ahead and give the nice guy a chance. And just see what he can show you. Just see what he can show you. My God, today... I really didn't want to make this episode too long. I actually wasn't even going to record this episode, but here we are. <laughs> I really hope you guys enjoy it. I know it's a ramble every time, but if you get it, you get it. If you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, I can't wait to discuss it with you guys. Like I said, if you are not watching on YouTube, go ahead and watch on YouTube. If you are not following the Instagram, go ahead and follow on Instagram, baby. It's up over there. That's where all the discussions and congregation takes place okay all the links will be in the bio so yeah 
Thank you guys once again for listening and watching and I will get with you in the next one.